Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. KFI AM640, you're listening to the John Cobell Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. We're going to jump right into it because we've got, uh, we've really are backed up uh, every which way with uh, really important news. And we're going to start with Steve Gregory from KFI News. They're calling it a road rage driver, Byron Burkhardt. He fired his gun while driving and uh, murdered a four-year-old boy. Poor boy was shot dead in his parents' car. And this is another George Gascon abomination because it looks like uh, Burkhart had been uh, arrested uh, recently and uh, got out very quickly. Uh, all the details, yeah. Steve Gregory has. So let's go back to Friday night, last Friday night uh, on Sierra Highway when this happened. Uh, the parents of this boy were headed to a grocery store. They were going to do their grocery shopping. And apparently, according to reports, Burkhart had been driving aggressively and somehow got into this sort of um, situation where he cut off the family car and then the family car, the, the driver, the mom and the dad, they got off the off the main road and got into the surface streets and this guy just kept following him and hassling him and eventually pulled up alongside of him and opened fire shooting eight times into the car uh, miraculously the mom and dad were not hit the boy was only hit once but it was a fatal strike so they rushed him to the hospital burkhart takes off in the car and he had his girlfriend with him and but I'm told that the family vehicle had a like a dash cam inside so they were able to get a photo of the license plate so when they called the police, and in this case the sheriff's department, they were uh, able to 
enter that license plate information into the new license plate reader technology that they've got up there. And it was a license plate reader that found this car. And they were able to locate Burkhart and where he, where he was at. And when they got to his home, they found out that he was had just gotten off of probation or he was on probation for a carjacking incident about a month ago. So when they get to his house, they find multiple weapons in his home already. He's got a hell of a uh, rap sheet on him. Let me interrupt you for a second because I forgot to mention we're on Instagram Live right now. So if you want to see Steve tell the story oh. in all his glory. <laughs> in all his glory. <laughs> no. So, I, all right. So this guy had a, a a carjacking charge that he was on probation for. Yeah. And the carjacking was from when? Uh, well, I don't know the date of the carjacking, but I know that at least a month ago he was on probation. He was on probation. Okay. So he's off the probation. Right. And they find all these uh, guns. guns in his house. Would that be a violation of probation? Yeah. It yeah, would that be. would be. And I besides guess. that, a convicted yeah. felon. A convicted in felon. Sure. Of weapons. I guess nobody nobody checked on that. Huh? So, uh, the, um, so they find the guy and they interview the guy and the girl and they end up charging the guy with multiple crimes. They let the girl go, the girlfriend, no charges against her. So the DA's office uh, announced yesterday they were filing one count of murder, two counts of attempted murder, that would be for the parents, one count of shooting at an occupied vehicle, five counts of possession of a firearm by a felon. Okay, so those are the charges that Burkhart's facing. He's right now in jail on a little over $5 million bail. Was, here's, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, but here's an interesting clincher. It was brought to my attention that there were there was at least one enhancement that could have been filed against Burkhardt on this that could have, if he was convicted, guaranteed him being in prison for life without the possibility of parole. But the enhancement was not filed for this for this, this murder. This murder. It was this. It's very similar to the enhancement that was filed against the shooter of Deputy Klinkenbrummer. Right. Remember that case? Yes. Well, they put the enhancement on that because it was the commission that was basically shooting from one vehicle to another vehicle while in motion. That's an enhancement. And they didn't file it on this one. Any any reason given? No one's been given answers. Uh, investigators, I'm told, uh, it was made brought to my attention by uh, people that have knowledge of the case. But I was told investigators were given no answers, given no reason why. But there's no enhancement on this. So in theory, John, in theory, if this guy were to be convicted of all the charges on paper, he could get life in prison. Sure. But that could be with the possibility of parole. Rex Paris, the Lancaster mayor, told Channel 5 that Burkhart was in custody a week ago for a gun-related felony, and they let him go because of the new bail laws. That's not true. That's not true? No, that's not true. And I got it both from the DA's office and from... People in the sheriff's department and they they said that it's not true and they're not clear how that started i think the confusion was is that he had been in jail he was on probation for gun related charges it was a carjacking right so i think that somehow along the way someone got their wires crossed right but i've been assured both by the da's office and by the sheriff's department that that's not the case. right we don't know how much jail time he got for the carjacking no but he was on probation i mean right. so he Either way, you know. And what, what's the protocol on probation? Are they supposed to go to your home and make sure you don't have a, a stockpile of weapons? They they are subject to random search. Absolutely. Yeah. But you're also, you are also subject as, as the parolee or subject to being checking in. And then you go, you answer your questions. 
and you're supposed to be telling the truth. Do you have yeah. anything further about a rap sheet on him? Because No, we're just starting that, to dig in uh, on this. Th- th- this can't be the only two incidents no, on his record. No, no, no. I was told, quote, he has one hell of a lengthy rap sheet. That's yeah. what I was told. And and then he kills a four-year-old boy out of well, nowhere. And then here's the thing. Eight shots. He fires eight times into that car. He's really unhinged. Family yeah. car. Take me back to the beginning. Uh, do, do we know what Burkhardt thought the parents did? I like, asked. I asked very specifically, did the family, I keep saying the family car, did the father who was driving, did he provoke Burkhardt? There was no evidence there was any provocation on the part of the parents. Even none. unintentionally? None. none. You, you know, cut a guy off in a lane? or You never know. Or maybe yeah. you, you hint over here one way or the other. But apparently this guy's not talking. There's no information coming out about that. They are operating on this being a road rage attack. That's what they're operating. Yeah, on. I just uh, there's just no information on what triggered the rage. No, and it could have been anything. I mean, yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, really, who knows? When you open fire eight times into another vehicle like I mean, that, that, that is a lot of bullets for right. what? Well, and then then there was initial report that he this might have been a gang hit of some kind. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, how do you how do you confuse a man and woman and four year old boy in the car for a gang? gang members but that was initial reports there were initial reports that that both the man and the woman in the car were gang members where's all this coming from all these false reports it, it turns out it's pretty straightforward i mean this guy's unhinged right he thinks the father did something to piss him off while driving and just unloads eight yeah. bullets uh it's just weird how so many of these stories have like competing uh well, again, narratives, I hate that word, but <laughs> I know. But when you've got a, you know, when you have the mayor of a town stand up there and start saying things, you presumably have to believe the words coming out of his mouth. But we don't know where he got that information from, because when I was trying to figure it out, no one knew how he came to the conclusion that this guy was let out on the zero bail policy. Right. Because that was there was no evidence because he was already in the system before the zero bail policy went into effect. Okay, so there definitely was a carjacking. He was on probation. Mm-hmm. He should he should not have had weapons, but and he five did. weapons, five weapons, and one he was carrying with him in the car. Right. And uh, the father's driving. Something does something that pisses this guy off, and he he shoots eight bullets into the car and kills the kid. Yeah, but more interestingly is if this guy's convicted, which you know it looks like they've got some pretty good evidence here, but. Um, I don't I'm wondering why the DA's office is not going to file the enhancement so that he's at least in prison without the chance of parole. Absolutely should happen. And I think in any other world it would. Uh but we were living in Gascon world. But no and, one's been able to answer the question. Has anybody asked it besides you? Uh yeah, I've been told that the sheriff's department has asked. I've been told investigators have asked. I'm being told that uh, politicians are going to probably start getting involved in this too because they're like, "Wait a minute. We need to make sure this guy never gets out of jail." And this is a normal enhancement for a yeah. crime like this. Yeah. Okay. This is not something exotic, especially with this guy's record, especially you're killing a four-year-old boy. Well, remember out of the blue. Remember, I mean, there certainly should be an enhancement to lock him up for good. Remember, Gascon made a huge overture and big deal about him placing the enhancement on the shooter, the alleged shooter of Klinkenbrummer at that press conference. His because his family was standing there. He made a huge overture about all these enhancements he's doing, all these charges he's filing, and then um you know, when he said he wouldn't go for the death penalty, that was the thing that sort of pissed off the family. Yeah. But, but so the enhancement has been used by the DA's office before. It's a little baffling as to why they're not using it now. Almost every day there's a gas cone story that baffles normal people. <laughs> All right, Steve, if you learn anything else, you got come it. in. Take that care. seat's always warm for you. Oh, I appreciate All it. Right.
Thanks. Uh, this was on Instagram Live, and I guess this is going to remain uh, accessible if anybody wants to see it soon yes. or later. All right. Uh, it's the John Cobalt Show. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. On the radio from 1 until 4. And then after 4 o'clock, uh, John Cobalt on demand on the iHeart app as well. Uh, we uh, just finished with Steve Gregory. This story really gets to you. Uh, a four-year-old boy. And it's a few days before Christmas. And it's George Gascon again. Again! How much bloodshed? A little kid. What the hell was this guy doing out? Uh, if you if you're just joining us, we were talking about what happened on Friday up in Lancaster. Byron Burkhart, who's got a long record. He and his girlfriend are driving around and and Burkhart got angry with a family that was driving on the road. The The dad was behind the wheel. Mom was in the car, and this little boy was in the car as well. His name was Gore, Gore Adamian. That's how you pronounce it. And uh, the family was cut off by this monster, Byron Burkhart, 730. They, they were just going to the grocery store. And he started chasing them through the surface streets, then pulled up alongside and fired eight times. Uh, the driver cut them. I mean, I mean, Burkhart cut them off. So if he's intentionally cutting them off, intentionally chasing them through the streets, there is some real premeditation going on here. And so I cannot understand why an enhancement was not added by George Gascon. To Burkhart's charges so that when he gets convicted, he can go to jail for the rest of his life. I, you murder a four-year-old out of the blue, you should you should get life in prison at the very least. I mean, he should be executed. He ought to be executed as soon as he's convicted. Because he, I mean, this is heartbreaking. A family friend named Miguel Coronado acted as spokesman. Or actually, Coronado's with a group called Agents of Change. The mother is Mary Adamian. The father is Levon Petrushian. Uh, they weren't hurt, but Gore got hit in the uh, torso. He, his last words were, Mom, I'm hurt. Um, and he died on Friday night. And Coronado said Gore was just a happy, regular little boy. He loved trucks, stuffed animals, a very upbeat child who loved his mom and dad, loved his family. Kid just wanted to go to the grocery store. Gascon cannot explain or won't explain why he got arrested in February and November of last year. And his girlfriend, Gentile, they let her go, but she has three previous arrests since the start of 2022. So these two have been arrested five times in the last two years. No explanation as to what they were arrested for. Did they get uh, charged, tried, convicted of anything? But, but it, in, in Drudge Gascon, it's an anything-goes world. It doesn't matter what you've done. I, it, 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 it's just amazing. I mean, the, the, the mayhem and the tragedy, the bloodshed that Gascon is directly involved with. I mean, he 
should be on trial for some of these crimes because he had the power to keep these people in prison. And it was his decisions, his policies that allow a guy like Byron Burkhart on the street. You know what Burkhart's last posting on Facebook was? This is the day of the shooting. This is how I guess he starts his day. Hated by many, wanted by plenty, disliked by some, confronted by none. Well, isn't he the man? He's the big man, right? Because he's got a bunch of weapons, which should have been confiscated if the probation department was doing its job. There, that, That's another agency there. How does a guy who's just been let out of, of, of jail on a carjacking charge, how does he have five weapons in his house and one weapon on him? Anybody do their job? Anybody awake? Or have they all given up too? That's just crazy. Hated by many, wanted by plenty. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter if he's a wanted criminal. Because uh, we don't prosecute those guys anymore. Coronado, the family spokesman, says he's a historical criminal. He's a domestic terrorist. That's what he is. That's just... Uh, you know, and it's, it's what scares people to death driving on the road because you don't know if you've inadvertently offended someone on the road just by changing lanes or, or trying to, to turn at an intersection. Or giving somebody a dirty look because they've done something wrong. Yeah, like an involuntarily dirty look. It's like you get, you get surprised by somebody cutting you off and you give them a look. And I'm always thinking about that. I mean, I bet you you shake your fist. And, oh, I I, I yeah. do, and I do give the dirty looks, but I I control myself because there are so many psychos on the road, you, and I I am scared. You better duck. I I I sit there and I and I and I look at people and I go, okay, do you? Eh? I wonder if you have a gun. Do you have a gun? Do you have a knife? Are you yeah. going to come after me? I mean, because I told you many 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 years ago, somebody did make me stop in the middle of the street and came over to me and said, girls like you get killed for stuff like this because I flipped him off when I was a teenager. <laughs> so I'm I'm careful, but I, I do give looks and then they honk at me and they give me a dirty look. They're the ones that are in the wrong. But you know, uh, the, these people that are doing these things, we're not we're not dealing with rational people. No, they should, should be in prison. Right. You're dealing with, with, with prisoners. You're felons, violent people. So, no, they're not going to give you a... And, and they're not going to believe that they did anything wrong or that no. they broke any rules. It's all our fault. No. Don't go flipping people off. It's hard. It's hard to control oneself <laughs> well, on the roads these days. Unless you're going to arm yourself <laughs> and you're... You never shot. know what I may have in my car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We come back. Oh, who, we got, um, we got my friend Michelle Shane coming on. Uh, we're going to find out what he thinks of this news. It's certainly getting a lot of play, but I'm, I'm always very skeptical. You know about the four Pepperdine girls who got uh, mowed down uh, uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, and and it, it restarted the whole debate over doing something about Pacific Coast Highway. They've had 58 people killed on PCH since, since 2010. One of them was Michelle Shane's daughter. And Michelle has since become an activist, and he has even produced a movie on uh, PCH. Now, uh, Caltrans is saying they're going to spend $4 million. They have a list of 30 upgrades to make it a safer highway. Is this real? Talk to Michelle and see what he thinks. Coming up. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. 
They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. On the air 1 till 4 after 4 o'clock, John Cobalt on demand, the podcast. You can listen to what you missed also on the iHeart app. And uh, coming up after 2 o'clock, uh, if uh, you are confused why uh, Donald Trump has been kicked off the ballot in Colorado, uh, you are not alone. There's a lot of people, uh, some who like Trump, some who don't, are shaking their head. They just don't understand what's going on here. How could Donald Trump, who has not been charged, tried, convicted, sentenced for insurrection, be kicked off the ballot in Colorado because of insurrection? We're going to talk with Josh Blackman. He's a professor of law and Centennial Chair of Constitutional Law at South Texas College. And we're going to talk to him because some of his writings made it into the uh, dissent uh, from uh, the judges in this case. Because it was four to three, the Colorado Supreme Court said Trump is off the ballot. Well, uh, among the three dissents uh, included an analysis by Josh Blackman. So we figured he'd be the best guy to explain what's going on and why this is absurd. Uh, I'm start. I'm starting to believe in conspiracy theories. I'm starting to go for the deep state stuff now. Uh oh. We're gonna. <laughs> seriously, I mean, I, I I could see if he was he was charged and tried and convicted. Maybe fair game, but not 
It didn't happen. I mean, even even the, the prosecution in Washington, D.C. about the insurrection does not accuse Trump of having anything to do with it. We'll get into all those details coming up. Michael Shane, uh, Michelle Shane, rather, is my friend. He's also uh, an activist in Malibu. And uh, he has been trying to get the state to do something about Pacific Coast Highway for, well, for over 10 years, ever since his daughter, uh, Emily, was killed by a crazy driver. And we've talked about that case uh, a lot over the years. Now, after the four Pepperdine women were mowed down, the four students, brought it back into the spotlight again. There's been a lot of criticism of Caltrans. They claim they have a $4 million project, 30 improvements to make things safer and better. I read this stuff, and because it's coming from our government, I never trust it. I don't know what to believe. I wanted to see what Michelle thinks of it, so we're going to get him on here. Michelle Shane, welcome back. Hey, thanks, John. Really appreciate it. Give us the name Happy of your uh, your movie again, too. 21 Miles in Malibu. Not very, not very original and very much to the point. Yeah. No, it, we talk about Malibu these days. It's a great film. It's a documentary of what, what's wrong with PCH there. And you're getting a lot of yeah, notoriety. Yeah, we won eight awards. Yeah, you won a lot of awards at film festivals for it. And if there's any way that people can see it, you should go see it because it's really well done. All right. Uh, so this is $4.2 million, 30 upgrades. I don't know how much you've had to look into the details. What, what was your first reaction? Well, first of all, it's all good in the sense that it has brought attention to it. Uh, the powers that be are trying to make things happen. I know uh, Senator Allen and a Congress um, Assembly person, uh, uh, Irwin, and um, Supervisor Horvath are deep into it and are very passionate about trying to do something. So that's really amazing. Um, Caltrans is Caltrans. I mean, they are the dinosaur. They are the beast. Uh, you know, I will tell you now, and I'll say it on your show, that they are going to do nothing for the speed because of the way they measure things. It has to be the 85th percentile. It has to be all sorts of things. They're using archaic measures to figure out if they should lower speeds. So on my soapbox they got to go in and do a long-term design change and fix the road. But with the $4.2 million that they said they're going to spend um, coming up, that's great, but it's really low-hanging fruit. I mean, it's ground level. A lot of it is talk that's been uh, around for a long time. I mean, they're making a big deal about uh, synchronizing the lights. Seven years they have been talking about that seven okay? years that just puts it seven years and that has been an ongoing discussion if i read that right they're going to be able to pick up speeding drivers and turn the light red to stop them and if That's you're if, say, yeah. and if you're driving a normal speed you're much more likely to get a green light correct and you know obviously uh, that all changes when PCH is congested. I mean, you got to take it into, into what it really is. There's 15 million people that come to visit Malibu per year. Now, think about that's larger than a lot of, a lot of cities come through this area 
and they haven't done anything from the 50s, except now they're making a big deal about this. They've said they're going to put optical speed bars, which is great, 13 uh, speed safety feedback signs, enhanced striping to warn drivers, painting the speed limit signs, refreshing the signs. But my big question is this. How many lives does that save? Do you know what it breaks down to for the amount of mileage? It's less than $200,000 a mile. It costs over $100,000 for them to put crosswalk stripes on PCH. What What is an optical speed bar? It's supposed to, they're supposed to be at 10 it's locations. The, it's supposed to make you go slower. It's supposed to give the sense that you're going faster than you're going. So psychologically, it hmm. makes you slow down. And, and what, but what are they? Is that paint? Is that some kind of structure? I, I just, uh, I, I don't know what it is. I think, I think it's a paint, um, something with paint. But to be honest, I don't know, John. Yeah, I mean, I this just all, I, I, I've been the, playing the, this for a long time. The difficulty is these news stories have all these uh, uh, jargony terms that normal right. people don't know. So you look at it and it's like, well, does that help? What is it? Is there's this, you know, more uh, more window dressing. Uh, there's also a $34 million project, I guess, that's being done locally. Is that the city of Malibu or the county? I get the county uh, from Measure R. And the thing about this is the project was approved seven years ago. Seven years ago. But it's been bogged down by uh, state reviewers. Right. What gets me is, you know, what happened with the 10, right? It's like, oh, my God, we got to get in there and we got to it's going to take six weeks. We are, you're, it's going to be horrible. No one's going to be able to get anywhere. And then it was six, six weeks. And then it was, you know, a couple weeks. And then they did it in five days, which shows you if there's a will, there's a way. If it's really, really important, there's a way. And I got to ask, and I ask it all the time, what's the measure for a human life? When you read about someone dying, you flip the page or you change your screen or whatever. But when you live with the fact that someone you love is gone, that's, there's no moving on or getting over with it. You got to figure out how to move forward. Well, I guess there's no way to predict. We're going to see where we are uh, you know, a year from now. Yeah, let's hope not at the same place. If I have anything to say to do with it and my very loud mouth, uh, no, we won't be. All right. Well, uh, we, when you need uh, to amplify your loud mouth, just uh, give me a call anytime. Thanks a lot, John. Really appreciate it. Merry Christmas to you yeah, and Merry Christmas. Your, your audience. All right. Thanks, Michelle. Michelle Shane, uh, whose uh, daughter, Emily, was killed by a crazy guy in PCH uh, about 13 years ago now. It's hard to believe that much time has passed. And he's been uh, fighting uh, PCH. 21 Miles in Malibu is his film. And much of this is just Caltrans refusing to do anything. Uh, if, if you see the film, and I've read other stories about this, their attitude is, hey, we got to keep the traffic moving. Uh, so that's what we're doing. And maybe they're under a lot of pressure from a lot of people who uh, just want to keep the traffic moving because traffic is difficult enough. And uh, like he said, if it doesn't happen to you, it's just another story that's too tragic to read for very long to look at. But there's been a lot of people in the Malibu area who've suffered a lot of loss. 
such as the families of those uh, four girls who got mowed down in front of Pepperdine. All right, we, we come back. Uh, anybody hungry? Always. Uh, you like salads, right? Yeah, I love salads. How about a fresh Kamala Harris word salad? Oh, is it vegan? <laughs> I don't think this one's vegan, Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll pass. <laughs> All right, that that that's next. And then after 2 o'clock, we're going to talk uh, to a law professor who's going to try to explain why Donald Trump is being kicked off the ballot in Colorado for insurrection when he was never charged with insurrection. You're listening to John Cobalt On Demand from KFI AM 640. On Instagram, it's at John Cobalt Radio. Uh, coming up after uh, 2 o'clock, we're going to talk with a... Uh, a law professor who uh, actually some of his writings were used by the dissenting judges in this Trump case in Colorado. At the moment, uh, Trump is off the ballot in Colorado uh, to run for president. Uh, uh, Colorado Supreme Court voted four to three, claiming he uh, committed insurrection and that disqualifies him under the Constitution. Uh, there's this one nagging thing, and we're going to talk with... Uh, our guest about it is like, how can you be kicked off the ballot for insurrection when he was never charged with insurrection or or tried or convicted? Uh, I, I don't understand. So we're going to talk with Josh Blackman. He's a professor of law and he's a constitutional expert at South Texas College. All right. A lot, of, a lot of intense news this hour. Occasionally we take a comedy break and that's what Kamala Harris is for. Uh, Kamala Harris was on one of those... Uh, Progressive nutjob shows on MSNBC, The Last Word with Lawrence O'Donnell. <laughs> this is one of those shows that only uh, elderly people uh, unable to get out of their beds at nursing homes watch. But hey, it's a living for the guy. So he gets Kamala Harris in here. See if you can follow what she's saying. It, it's something about the uh, Trump and the election. You know, every election cycle we talk about this is the most election of our lifetime. Lawrence, this one is... This one is, we are literally talking about people who are attempting to divide our country in the most crude, frankly, and profound way. We are talking about those who are intent and purposeful to, to attack fundamental freedoms, be it the freedom to make a decision about your own body, the freedom to love who you love openly and with pride, the freedom to be free from fear of violence and hate, the freedom to just be, the freedom to just be. The freedom to just be. This is the most election of our lifetime. This is the most election of our lifetime. <laughs> I guess he's sitting there nodding along. The freedom to just be. The freedom to be. That's what the election is over, the freedom to be. So um, her side is trying to get Trump kicked off the ballot. He, he doesn't have the freedom to be. And now they're claiming uh, a crime that he was never charged for. Right. That sounds very democratic, right? That sounds like no threat to democracy there. The freedom to just be. Just let people vote who, for who they want to vote for. All right? You don't like the guy? Don't vote for him. This is the most election of our lifetime. <sighs> now, uh, Joe Biden, or what's left of Joe Biden, uh, we, we, we talked about a few minutes ago about uh, PCH in Malibu and how 
the state is going to spend $4 million, and we'll see if it's just on cosmetic improvements to make it safer or it's real stuff. Uh, there's also a $34 million project, not $4 million, $34 million in Malibu that was put together seven years ago, and they still haven't started yet because the, the various state agencies have been reviewing it for seven years. And Joe Biden, at the age of 81, has just figured out that uh, government uh, doesn't work and they, they don't do anything productive. He, of course, is angry that his poll numbers stink. He passed a, an infrastructure bill on paper, spending enormous amounts of money to rebuild the infrastructure of the U.S. And uh, unfortunately, uh, hardly any of the projects have even started, let alone been completed. And at the age of 81, after over 50 years in government, he's just figuring out now that uh, nobody in government does their job. And they don't upgrade roads. They don't upgrade bridges. They don't upgrade anything. Just money is spent. Nothing is done. For example, high-speed rail here in California, 15 years, billions of dollars, nothing laid down. I'm going to read you a clip from uh, CNN. Uh, Joe Biden has flashed impatience. To his senior advisors, they're trying to change public opinion on his economic record. He's expressing deep frustration that he can't show off physical construction of many projects that the legislation is supposed to fund. He's been traveling around the country to talk about uh, the infrastructure law, but it's going to be years before this stuff even begins to be built. There's immense frustration in that, and he's vocalized that clearly. Because almost three years ago, a White House fact sheet said the president's plan will accelerate transformative investments, pre-development through construction, shovel-worthy ideas will be turned into shovel-ready projects. Nothing's been shoveled except uh, the poop that usually comes from these uh, initiatives. Nothing's been built. Three years. Nothing. Then he's going around the country and he's saying, aren't isn't my infrastructure bill great? Look at all these projects that I funded. Aren't I wonderful? Everybody's going, what projects? We haven't seen anything built because nothing's been built. This is the problem here. What do people do all day in their government offices? What have they been doing for seven years up in Sacramento for the PCH? What are they doing in Washington and all the other state capitals to, to fund? Because stuff needs to be rebuilt. You know, the highways, the bridges, all of it. Obviously needs to be rebuilt, but they just don't do it. And he's shocked. I, he doesn't. I, he must be. He must be completely shot. I mean, the dementia must be total if he if he is shocked that the government didn't follow through with actual construction. And I don't know where the money's sitting. I don't know where all that money goes. We come back uh, two o'clock and we are going to talk uh, to an attorney. Well, not an attorney, a professor of law, uh, Josh Blackman from South Texas College. He's an expert on constitutional law. And because when I woke up this morning, well, I, the news broke yesterday during the show about Trump getting kicked off the Colorado ballot. And it's like, really? And I just, you just don't know what to make of this stuff. Who gets kicked off the ballot? And it was because four out of seven Supreme Court judges in Colorado said, well, he's an insurrectionist. It violates the Constitution. Insurrectionist, and then I, I went back and checked. Is he is he been charged with insurrection? No. Has he been tried for it? No. 
Has he been jailed for it, convicted for it? No, no. Well, then how can you deny him access to the ballot for something that legally never happened? Or he's not culpable for they're not even attempting to make that argument legally in any of these courts. So Josh Blackman, he'll explain it to us. Coming up next on the John Cobelt Show. And Deborah Mark is live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobelt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 